Go in your Bibles, if you would, to Joshua chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10. As we continue our series of sermons on the book of Joshua. And the breaking of boundaries. The text that we have before us this morning is perhaps one of the most controversial and difficult for some to accept. It contains the narrative of a miracle which defies human logic and understanding. And yet this morning as I bring this text to your attention, I would like to challenge your faith for a moment. I believe some of you this morning are desperately in need of a divine intervention. And you need a miracle. Well, I have come to tell you that I believe in miracles. Is there anybody in here that believes in miracles? The scripture says in Joshua chapter 10 verse 12, Then Joshua spoke to the Lord. In the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the sons of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, O sun, stand still at Gibeon. O moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped. Until the nation avenged themselves of their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jasher, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. There was no day like that before it nor after it when the Lord listened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Would you bow your heads in prayer? Father, I thank you for this morning, the presence of your spirit in worship. I thank you for what you are doing in the lives of these young men and women, and I thank you that they represent hope for our nation. I pray now that you would speak to us by, by your holy and inspired word. And I pray that you would anoint my lips of clay to preach the word of the living God. And that you would anoint the hearing of this congregation. That in hearing the word they might receive it as a seed that is sown in the fertile soil of their hearts. I pray this in Jesus' name. Let the church say a mighty amen. 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 You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I believe in miracles. A miracle, by definition, is an unexpected and unexplainable event. An act of a supernatural force, which cannot be explained through uh, the means of man's understanding. The Bible is a miracle book. For you have in the Bible 66 books written by 40 different men over the space of 1,500 years. And yet they contain a single story, the redemption story of the human race through the Son of God. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. I believe in the God of the Bible. And you see, the moment I accepted that God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis 1-1, the whole rest of the Bible is not hard for me to believe. If you can believe the first verse of the Bible, you can believe every other text to follow. 
I believe in God as the supreme and all-powerful God, the creator of heaven and earth, the mighty sovereign of the universe in whom there is, all of us have our existence. The Bible said that he makes the cloud his chariots and he walks on the wings of the wind. He makes the wind his messengers and his flaming fire is his minister. He established the earth upon its foundations so that it would not totter forever and ever. He covered the deep as with a garment and the waters were standing above the mountains. And at his rebuke the waters fled and the thunder hurried away. Then the scripture says, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? God speaking to Job, tell me if you understand. Who set its measurements since you know? Or stretched out on it its line? And where were the bases sunk? And who laid the cornerstone of the earth? When the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who is it that enclosed the sea with doors? Bursting forth went out from the womb. He made the cloud its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band. It is he who set the foundations and the boundaries and the bolts of the doors of the sea. This is the God of whom the Bible speaks and asks the question, Have you heard? Have you ever heard in your life that he commanded the morning, that he caused the dawn to know its place, that it might hold the end of the earth and the wicked be shaken by it? Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not understood that the foundations of the earth were laid by him? That it is he who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. It is he who reduces rulers to nothing and makes judgment of the earth meaningless. To whom will you liken me, said the Lord? That I would be as equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these stars. The one who leads forth their host by number, he calls them out by name. Because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one of them is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and the justice due me escapes his notice and the notice of God? Do you not know, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not grow weary or tired? His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And as much as this is not the resume of a man but of God, I believe in miracles because I believe in an almighty and sovereign God. Say amen if you believe. I believe in the miracle of the creation, the God who spoke the worlds into existence. I believe in the miracle of conversion, the God who can change the most wicked and troubled of men's heart and make it new again.
I believe in the miracle of healing that God is able to heal the sick and deliver them even from death itself. I believe in the miracle of divine provision that God can make a way where there is no where where there is no way. I believe in the miracle of deliverance that God can set free the captive and make them uh, give them liberty. Am I alone this morning or is there anybody in here that believes that we have a miracle working God. Now the Bible tells us that Joshua and the nation of Israel made a covenant outside of the will of God. They were deceived by the Gibeonites into making a covenant and so now they were allies with one of the Canaanite peoples. Five kings rose up against the Gibeonites and therefore provoked the nation of Israel. So now Joshua had a fight on his hand. He had to fight against the nations, uh, these five nations that had come against Israel. So the scripture says that he went forth into battle and God spoke to Joshua and he said, Fear not, for I have given these armies into your hand. And I want you to notice there that God speaks in the past tense. He says, I have given these armies into your hands. And I tell you this morning that God has given into your hands victory upon victory. That God has given into your hand the defeat of your enemies and the victory that your soul desires and so desperately seeks. When God speaks, His Word itself creates a reality. The voice of God makes things happen in your life. I said the voice of God will make things happen in your life. He said to Joshua, I have given the enemy into your hands. So Joshua pursued. And there are three miracles I want you to notice in this text. The first miracle is the miracle of the hailstone. The scripture says that the Lord brought confusion into the armies that had come against Gibeon in Israel. These five kings and their armies became confused and began to run away from Israel. They began to run at the rebuke of the Almighty God. They began to run not because Israel was all-powerful, but because God was all-powerful. They began to flee, not because the nation of Israel was strong, but because God was strong. They began to run, not because Israel was fierce in wrath, but rather because the Lord God of Israel had arisen to defend His people. And as they fled, the nation of Israel went in pursuit of them and began to slay as many of this, uh, of this army as they could. But the scripture says that while the enemy army ran, that boulders, hailstone the, uh, the, uh, of a great size, large boulders began to fall out of heaven. And as they were falling, they were crushing the army of the, uh, of the enemy into the ground. They were destroying the very force and power of the enemy. What does this enemy, uh, what does this uh, miracle tell us? It tells us that God is able to put a stop to the enemy in your life. It tells us that God can bring an end to the work of the enemy 
in your life. Now, some of you have grown comfortable with the work of the enemy in your life. He's almost become a roommate, and you're just put up with what the enemy of your soul puts into your life. But I've come here to tell you this morning that God wants to put a stop to the work of the enemy in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your soul. And he wants to give you that perfect victory, those hailstones. Remind us of the times in the Bible when we see the fierce wrath of God. That God's wrath falls and it falls strongly upon the enemies of God. What are the enemies that are confronting you? Is there any enemy too strong for God? Is there enemy that is too great for the God that you and I serve? I tell you today, church, there is no enemy greater than our God. And He is able to stand up and deliver you in the moment of of your need. That's the first miracle. The second miracle is one that defies description. Some of you might believe that hailstones the size of Hondas is falling out of the heavens, but this next one is hard to accept. It's hard to believe. The scripture says that Joshua had fought all day and that the boulders were falling out of heaven and more people were killed by the boulders than were killed by the army of Israel. And yet Joshua was running out of time. He was running out of time to be able to destroy these armies. This is what he knew. He knew that if, they, if night fell, that the, army, uh, uh, the enemy army would regroup. That they would have the power to strengthen up their forces again. And that they would uh, be able to come against Israel by a different route. And so he knew this thing has to end today. This has got to stop today. I believe there's somebody's heart crying this morning that is saying from the depths of your soul, this thing has got to stop today. I cannot go through another week of this type of hell. I cannot go through another week of this type of crisis. Is there anybody in here this morning that has been agonizing over a season of difficulty and your heart is crying out and saying, God, this thing has got to stop this thing has got to end in my life today friend there are some prayers that you and I pray when we have a lot of time oh God you are sovereign you are just you are omnipotent I remember in 1943 how you delivered my grandfather and, and there's days when you have time to pray like that but then there's days where you don't have any time at all there's, there's days when you have to transact business with God there's days when there's no more liturgy there's no more religion. There's no more verbiage. It's just God help me. God deliver me. And friend I serve a God. I preach a God that answers at a moment's notice the desperate cry of his children. Joshua was in a desperate moment. He was running out of time. This thing had to come to an end today. There are some seasons in our life when we have to say God when is this season going to end? When is this trial going to come to a close? How long do I have to go through this? But you know friend, your faith has a lot to do with the outcome of that answer. For you see, where you have no faith, you can live in a season for a long time. You can stay in the same season for a very long time if you do not activate your faith. Faith alone can shift the atmosphere in your life. 
Faith alone can shift the atmosphere in your life. Now, I, I'm having a little trouble preaching this morning because there's not a whole lot of active faith in the house of God. Ah, Pastor, I can't believe you said that. I have been called to preach the truth this morning. There is not a whole lot of active faith in the house of God. You see, some of you came to church because that's what you do on Sunday mornings. You come to church. But you don't expect to get anything out of church. You don't expect a change in your life. You don't expect the word to change your heart. And so your faith is not active. Your faith is dormant. And you will stay in the season for a long time until you activate your faith. Until you get active about it and say, God, I'm not only going to uh, uh, show up, but I want you to show up. I need you to show up. I need you to come and intervene in my life. Joshua prayed one of those desperate prayers. And the Bible said he did it in the sight of all of Israel. This was not a closet prayer. This was an out in the open public prayer. He started speaking to the son. He said, son. If I was in Joshua's inner circle, I said he lost it. He lost it. He's talking to the son. Son, stand still at Gibeon. And moon, stay over the valley of Ajalon. And wouldn't you know it, the Bible said the sun stopped. It said the sun stopped. Now, now you, I know the skeptics that say, Pastor, don't you know it's not the sun that moves, it's the earth that moves. Well, yes, but we're talking about a miracle of observance. This is how he observed it. Because even in the newspaper this morning, it says the sun will rise at 645. So what actually happened is that the earth stopped. See, Joshua spoke to the sun, but God knew what Joshua needed. And the earth was going in its axis and it stopped. He said, Pastor, you believe that? I already told you. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. You say, but pastor, don't you know what that would do? It would devastate the entire system. Friend, I serve the God that made the system. And he is above the system. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to God that can work miracles. Joshua needed time and in that moment eternity stepped into time and and brought deliverance for the nation of Israel. Did you know, friend, that your faith can shift the atmosphere in your life? I said your faith can shift the atmosphere in your life. Now, I don't have all day to work you up into some faith, so you're going to have to find some somewhere. Stir it up. Because at the end of this message, we're going to have a prayer meeting. I said we're going to have a prayer meeting. 
And when we pray, we're going to receive, not ask for, we're going to receive a miracle season for Kingsway Church. So I need you to work, stir it up. Paul said, stir up the faith that's on the inside of you that was laid on, that was placed upon you through the laying on of hands. It's time for you to do what Joshua did and stir up your faith. If God can drop boulders out of heaven to stop the enemy in his track, he can stop the earth in its axis, in its course. Shift the atmosphere in your life. Some of you need a shift in your life. A spiritual shift. The breaking of some things. The turning around of some things. You need God to stop the enemy and you need him to buy you some time. Because you have wasted some time. I know I have wasted some time. When you, when you and I study our lives, there's no way to, to, to deny it. We have wasted some time. But friend, we have no time to waste. It is time to do business with God. It is time to get the things done that the kingdom requires of us. God can stop the events set in motion by your sin. You say, Pastor, my sin set some things in motion. Friend, God can stop those events set in motion. God can turn things around. The sun stopped. Now, I'm not going to teach you this morning to stop the sun. That's really not necessary. But did you know that you can stop something mightier than the sun? You see, we wonder at Joshua stopping the earth. Really, he stopped the earth. But uh, we could actually stop God. And God created the earth. You say, Pastor, Pastor, tell me that in the Bible. The Bible said that Jesus was walking through the, the crowded streets and a woman who had a 12-year hemorrhage of blood, she heard that Jesus was passing by and she said to herself, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And so she got out into the crowd and started pushing and shoving her way through. You see, faith is active. She could have sat at home and said, well, if the Lord wants to heal me, he'll come knock on my door. If God's going to do it, he'll do it in his good time. This lady knew this miracle is going to require me to get up. What kind of miracle do you need? Do you want the kind that just comes to your door? Those miracles don't happen very often. God wants to work miracles through you, Kingsway Church. He wants you to work the miracle. To be the miracle in somebody's life. It's a great thing when you can't pay your light bill and, and God supplies the money so you can pay it. That's a good thing. But it's a greater thing when somebody else can't pay their light bill and you can pay it for them. God is now working a miracle through you. She started pushing and shoving her way through that crowd and finally she reached out and she touched the hem of his garment and the Bible said immediately the issue of blood stopped. The hemorrhage stopped. And then God stopped. You know Jesus is God, right? 
God stopped. He said, who touched me? If You know, Pastor Peter was there. He said, Lord, there's a crowd here. Everybody's pushing and shoving, trying to get through. Everybody's touching you. What do you mean who touched you? He said, I know somebody touched me because I felt virtue come out of me. I felt power come out of me. You see, friend, your faith can stop God. In other words, your faith can get God's attention. Your need will not get God's attention, but your faith will get God's attention. Another case, the Bible said Jesus was walking through Jericho and a blind man heard that he was coming. His name was Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus prayed one of those prayers, those desperate prayers. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus walking through and he stopped. God stopped for a blind man. He said, bring him here. And he gave him his sight because he believed. Now you say, Pastor, how do I get God to intervene in my life, friend? There's only one way. God responds to faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I don't care how much Bible you know. If you don't believe it, it will not work in your life. The word will work when you work it by faith. And the the earth stopped because Joshua believed God. And you and I have to be that kind of church that when God's walking through Beeville, he'll stop and say, whoa, wait a minute. There's some faith at Kingsway Church. You see, this is why I challenge you this morning. Because when you just come and sit in church without expecting anything from God, somebody else is going to get a miracle. But you're going to miss out. Somebody else is going to get what God wants to give them because their faith is active toward God. How many times have we wasted the divine opportunity, the moment of God's move, the moment of God's work because we have not been willing to believe God. Oh friend, this has to be a church that says, I believe God. I believe God. I believe his word. I believe his word. I believe what he has promised. I believe that what he said he'll do, he will do in my life. I know you too well to know that things are just peachy right now. Some of you are fighting with all your might. You got here by the skin of your teeth this week. It's time to pray the kinds of prayers that shift the atmosphere in your life. You can't just let your mood run your life. Talk about moving something. Move your mood. Oh, we're getting we're getting down close now. Pastor, it's eleven thirty. We're not gonna beat the Baptist or shorties. (laughs) 
Some of you are led by your feelings, not your faith. Your feelings tell you how to, how to respond to God. I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like singing. I don't feel like reading my Bible. I don't feel like loving this man. I don't feel like loving this woman. I don't feel like loving these kids. But you know what you have to do? You have to remember that there's an inner man on the inside of you that has a divine nature. I said, there's a divine nature dwelling on the inside of you. The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is at work on the inside of you. And some days I just got to tell my feelings, you sit right there and let me deal with God. You got to tell your outer man, I don't care if you don't want to sing, I'm going to sing. I don't care if you don't want to pray. I'm going to pray. I don't care if you don't want to fast. I'm going to fast. This thing ends today. This thing has got to shift now. I cannot go through one more week, not one more month with the same devil hanging over my shoulder. Enough is enough. I said enough is enough. One more miracle in the text. They left for battle. The Bible says in in Joshua chapter 9, this was a three-day journey from Gilgal to Gibeon. Three days. How many days? Three days. But the scripture says in chapter 10 that they got from Gilgal to Gibeon in one night. This is what you call Jews on the move. They took a three-day trip in one night. That's acceleration. God stopped time, and he accelerated their pace. Now, notice this, that they traveled all night. That probably meant they had to run. Have you ever run with equipment? Have you ever run to catch an airplane? Thank God for wheelie bags. But these guys ran, an army ran all night. They took a three-day journey in one night with their equipment. They arrived in the morning, didn't take a nap, started the battle. The enemy started running, so they said, we got to run some more. Started running after the enemy, fighting everybody they caught up with. Do you have that kind of determination? Paul Kingsway. I said, do you have that kind of determination? And then about 6 o'clock in the evening when they're thinking, okay, this battle's almost over. We'll regroup, take, take a night off, and we'll fight in the morning. Joshua starts speaking to the sun. Sun, stand still. And now they have to fight. A whole other day. They probably most likely ran and fought for 48 hours without stopping. This is the miracle of endurance. 
It is a silent miracle. There are no testimonies often given about this miracle. We rarely clap our hands for the miracle of endurance. But I am assured by my faith that the miracle of endurance is taking place in your life. Because if it were not, you would not be here this morning. Something on the inside of you is saying one more step, one more step, one more step, one more step, one more step. You can do one more day, one more week, one more month. Come on, somebody. If you have faced hell and endured, you ought to give God praise for the miracle of endurance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how I got here, but I made it. I don't know how I made it, but I got here. I don't know how how it happened, but I'm still standing. Come on, somebody. If you're still standing, give God praise. Now, I understand if you haven't been through nothing in your life, then you can just sit there and patty cake religion, all right? But no, no, no. I know that some of you would be far from this house if it had not been for the enduring grace of God. You would be far from God if it had not been for His saving mercy. Oh, come on, somebody. Your marriage would be in the garbage if it had not been for the enduring grace of an almighty God. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know how I made it, but I made it. I don't know how I got here, but I got here by the grace of God, by the grace of God, by the grace of God. Should have lost your mind, but you have your mind. Should have lost your health, but you have your health. Should have lost your life, but you have your life by the grace of God. This was the miracle of endurance. The Bible said that the sun did not set until they had avenged all.